Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to prayer, praise, and the word of God. We give the Lord all the praise, the glory, and the honor that he is so richly deserving of. Hallelujah. Oh, we lift him up. We lift him up on tonight because he is worthy. He is worthy. It's another day that the Lord has blessed you to see. It's another day that the Lord has kept you in the land of the living. Hallelujah. I know there are times that we go through situations and circumstances, and sometimes we just want to just fly away. We want to be like David. Oh, that we had the wings of a dove, and we could just fly away and be at rest. We want to be at rest and at peace with God. But I promise you, hallelujah, your time has not yet come to depart this earth realm because you yet have a mighty work to do in the Lord. So hallelujah, we're going to give him praise on tonight. We're going to exalt him. We're going to lift him up. We're going to see him high above every situation, every circumstance. We're going to allow the spirit of the living God to come in and to permeate our being. Hallelujah. We're going to allow his spirit to come in and to encamp itself around about us and to indwell within us. We're going to allow, hallelujah, God to have his way on tonight in and through our lives. So we're going to take a praise break right now and just lift up holy hands and give him praise. Give him the glory. Give him the honor. The show is prayer, praise, and the word of God. So right now, right now, we're going to invoke his presence through praise. Even before we go into prayer, we want to invoke the presence of the living God. His word decrees and declares, hallelujah, that he inhabits the praises of his people. So as we lift up our hands on tonight, as we open up our mouth to give him sweet adoration, as we behold his glory, hallelujah, within us, we give him praise. We give him praise. We're entering in. We're entering in. We're entering in his presence, giving him worship. It has nothing to do with what you feel. has nothing to do with what you've been through. It has everything, everything to do with the lover and the lifter of your soul. has everything to do with your relationship with your God. Ah, hallelujah, when you speak of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for you, how can you not lift up holy hands and cry out, hallelujah, Lord, I thank you for loving me. Lord, I thank you for keeping me. Lord, I thank you for healing me. Lord, I thank you for delivering me. Lord, I Thank you for being by my side, Lord. I thank you for comforting me in my time of sorrow, Lord. I thank you for being my provider, Lord. I thank you for being my high tower, Lord. I thank you, Ah, for being my all and my all, Lord. I thank you. Ah, yes, 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 that's it, that's it, that's it. Just lift him up, just lift him up. You know what you're grateful to him for. I can thank him for me, but I can't thank him for you. You've got to thank God for yourself on the goodness of the Lord in your life. You've got to lift up your holy hands. You've got to open up your mouth and give him praise. Ah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're worthy, oh God, when everybody turned their back, 
When everybody ran away, when everybody ignored my situation, you were yet faithful, oh God. Hallelujah. Oh, I give you praise. I give you praise. Truly, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy of all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. Hallelujah. Ah, we thank you on tonight, oh God. We join in, Lord, with the heavenly choir tonight, singing holy, 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 Lord God almighty. Ah, we join in. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. We join in. Hallelujah. We join in to give you praise. Glory, 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 glory. Press in, press in, my brothers and my sisters. Press in. Mm. And get to that place where you tangibly sense and feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit in your life. Press in. Press past all your cares. Press past all your worries. Press past all the hardships. Press past all the sorrow. Press past to get into his presence. Because that's what we're seeking tonight. We're seeking to be in the presence of the true and living God. We will allow nothing, nothing to stop us, nothing to halt us from his presence. Not tonight. Not tonight. We're not going to think on all the different thoughts that our mind would want to go to. We're not going to allow the enemy to wreak havoc in our thought pattern tonight. No, not tonight. Tonight we close off our mind to the voice of chatter. We close off our mind to the voice of chatter, that chatter that just goes on continually in your mind that chatter that you hear repeatedly that will keep you from the presence of God. We're not going to entertain the chatter on tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight is all about God. Tonight is all about your father. Tonight is all about the lifter and the lover of your soul. Hallelujah. Ah, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Tonight is about you and us. Tonight, Lord God, we make it personal. Tonight, we seek sweet cornelia with you, that intimate fellowship. Tonight, oh Lord God, we seek to ha roshanda see you show yourself mighty within our lives. Tonight, Lord, tonight, 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 oh Lord God, we thank you that you, you are dwelling in our temple. You, you, Lord God, you are dwelling in our temple through the power and the presence of your sweet Holy Spirit. We give you praise. That right there, hallelujah, is enough to praise all night long. The fact, oh, Lord God, that you would come within us and dwell, carve out your own special place, oh, God, to dwell within us, to never leave us, never to forsake us, to be there with us through the thick and the thin, through the ups and the downs, through the joy and the sorrow, through the pain and the happiness. Lord, you are there. You are always there. And we give you praise for that tonight. Even when we suffer disappointment within ourselves, about ourselves, you are yet faithful. You are yet faithful. You're yet not holding it against us, oh, God, for you know that we all fall and come short of your glory. But hallelujah, 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 you are yet faithful. You are yet faithful to pick us up, to love on us some more, to dust us off, hallelujah, and to encourage us to go on in you. So tonight. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Ah, oh, we're going to take our time, oh God. We're going to take our time and worship. Worship is not about all the different songs that we can play. It's about our heart, oh God. We yield our heart to you, Father, in worship. We give of ourselves to you, oh Lord God, in worship. It's all about you. It's all about you all about you. Our mind is shifting on tonight. Our thoughts are shifting on tonight. 
the shifting from all the chaos to that place of sweet peace in you. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for that peace. Thank you for that calming. Thank you for that tranquility. Thank you, Lord. There are some, Father, under the sound of my voice that have not felt that peace in a while. So I thank you right now, oh God, that you're granting them your sweet peace, your sweet shalom. Hallelujah. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise, Father. Hallelujah. Ah, Rosita, Kera Bokora Bashe. Hela Basura Sikirane. Ah, glory, Lord. Glory, Lord. Glory, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way in us and through us, O God. We humbly submit all that we are and all that we are not, all that you have decreed us to be, O Lord God, and all that we try to hold on to. Hallelujah. We submit it all to you, Father, that there be a cutting away, there be a a pruning, Lord God, that, hallelujah, we will become that which you have decreed and declared us to be. It's all about you. It's all about your hand on our lives. It's all about you walking out our lives through us. Hallelujah. We need you, Lord, to stand up within us, to walk out our lives. Hallelujah. In you. Mm, We can't do it on our own, oh God. It's not about what we can accomplish on our own, but it is all about you. Hallelujah. Hmm. God is good. God is great. God is incredible. It's, you know, I I hate to sometimes try and articulate in words how awesome our God is because we use the word awesome for so many things. Hallelujah. It becomes this old hat. We just toss that word around. I, I just wish that we could find a word that just just gives justice unto the glory of God in our lives. Awesome doesn't get it. Phenomenal doesn't get it. Wonderful doesn't get it. These are all wonderful words. They're nice. They're great. Hallelujah. But there is just something about our God that mere words in the English dialect cannot comprehend. Ah, there are those times where we just have to go into a heavenly language just to give him praise because we cannot articulate it properly in the English dialect. Ah, but there are those times. Ah, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you ever so much, oh God, for loving us through, for not leaving us in the midst of, but for loving us through every trial, every situation, every tribulation, every temptation, every disappointment, every heartache, every haya, ah, every hour of the abuse. You, Lord God, have strengthened us to see us through. And we give you praise. We give you praise. Now, God, I lift up my brothers and sisters, Lord, that have tuned in, oh God that are saying, hallelujah, Lord, I'm seeking you. I, I, I need to feel that peace that, that Elder Cornette is speaking about. But right just now, my life is in turmoil. Right this moment, I, I just can't seem to find that place. Lord, I lift them up to you right now. And I decree and declare before 
this broadcast is over with tonight, they're going to find that place in you. They're going to find that place of sweet cornelia. They're going to find that shalom, shalom that you have promised us in your word. You said, Father, that you would keep us in perfect peace whose mind was stayed on you. So tonight, Lord God, we decree and declare that our mind is doing a shift. And in that shift, it's shifting from the natural to the supernatural. It's shifting from the carnal to the spiritual. It's shifting from flesh unto you. It's shifting. It's shifting. It's shifting so that we can get into that place of perfect peace with you. Hallelujah. So we can get into that place of renewal in you so that we can have our own personal private revival going on. Hallelujah with you. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for loving us enough on an individual basis that we don't have to be in the midst of the masses to experience revival in our lives. We can experience it right now, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We call forth a reviving of the Spirit a reviving of the spirit, a reviving of the spirit, that we may be once again one with you. Ah, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Have your way, O God.
You are not obligated to walk around in mourning for the rest of your life. That is not the call on your life. That is not what he's created you for, just to walk around in sackcloth and ashes in a state of mourning. There's so much more for you to do. Yes, you miss them. I understand. But God is saying on tonight, let it go. Let it go. He has much for you to accomplish, but you got to let this go. It is not a sign that you did not love them. You absolutely did love them, and they absolutely knew that you did. But life goes on even after death has come. Life continues to go on, and it is time for you to embrace life once again. It's time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. I hear in my spirit one of you is grieving behind a divorce. It's not the physical death of someone. It's the death of that relationship. And you've not been able to shake it. But God is saying tonight, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. God's got you. He's got your back. He's got your front. He's got your side. he got your mind. He has your heart. Let it go. It's okay. Let them go. It's okay. Trying not. Mm. He desires, because he doesn't try to do anything. God is God. But he desires to bless you on the other side of your grief. But you got to let the grief go to get to the blessing. Hallelujah. Ah, we give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Well, again, welcome to prayer, praise, and the word of God. We're so honored. We're so honored that you have joined us, be it live or on a recorded show We are grateful for your presence. Hallelujah. I am Elder Coilette James, and it is indeed my greatest honor to partake of the word of God with you. I love God's word. I love my God. Someone said to me recently that I seem to be so passionate when I deliver the word, but how can you not be passionate when you're talking about that entity that you love more than life itself? You see, that's the place you have to go to. You have to love God more than life itself because you've got to get beyond that old life and that old life mentality so that you can get to the newness of who God have created you to be. I, he is incredible. <laughs> hey, hallelujah. He is worth you letting go for. He is. He is. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. He is worth you letting go. Ah, hallelujah. Well, God has given me a word to share with you tonight. And I'm really excited about the word, hallelujah. I believe that it's going to be a blessing to all that hear. I believe that it's going to um, promote and, and propel you into a new season in your life. And, and it's interesting that just two weeks ago, he was having me to deal with there being a rest in him. And now that we've come to know the rest, of God, just that we can get in and we can rest in him. Now that we've come to that place in him of rest, of that sweet shalom, shalom, that peace, that that passeth all understanding, now that we're there, now he has an assignment for us. 
You see, you had to get to a place where you could let everything go and just trust him and believe him for your every need, to believe that even in the midst of your chaos, even in the midst of everything that you're going through, that you could yet trust God to be God, to do what he needs to do in you and through you. And that was very, very important to get to that place. And that's the place that that having that rest in God will propel you to. We rest in God so that we can hear from God. We rest in God so that there can be clarity of thought and of mind. If you remember when we delivered that message, we talked about how when you are weary and you're journeying in the the journey weary and tired, you will miss, you will miss your exit, you will miss your destination, you will go to the wrong place, you won't hear clearly. There's so many things that happen in the midst of your weariness and God that will halt and, and hold up you getting to the place where he is leading you to. So that's why it's so important to get into enter into that rest in him. So now that we've entered into his rest, now that we recognize that we needed his rest and we've had a little while just to say, okay, Lord, I just need to bask in you for a while. I, I needed that strength. I needed that reviving. I needed, hallelujah, that pick me up, so to speak, so that I can go further. Now that we've had that time in him, Now, hallelujah, he has something prepared for us. He has something prepared for us. And in the midst of that preparation, (laughs) in the midst of that preparation, we have to prepare ourselves for war. Because you know that the greater the blessing, the greater the warfare, But God has a plan for your victory in the midst of it. Hallelujah. My title tonight, my title tonight is, Are You Prepared to Fight for Your Land? Are you prepared to fight? For your land. Now, before you jump up and say, yes, I'm prepared, I'm going to do this, I'm going to take my land, you need to listen for a while, and you need to kind of calm yourself for a while. Don't get all excited because you know you're going to possess your land, but you need to listen. You need to hear strategically what it is that you're fighting with and against. You need to understand that. Without full understanding of those items, then you're going to miss it. You're going to miss your victory because you're going to fight the wrong fight. You're going to have the wrong strategies. So we need to digress a little and understand for your land. Now, my scripture I want to start off with right now Um, If you will, if you're following with me in your word, I'd like for you to go to Joshua 1. I'd like for you to go to Joshua 1. We need to set the scene. We need to, to help you to understand what it is that you have to contend with, hallelujah, in this battle. If you're going to a new place, you're going to a new place in him, and there is a battle. There is a battle that has to be fought. There is land that has to be gained, and it's not going to be just walk in and skip to loop, skip to my loop, my darling. Most of you, most of you have been walking through some places lately, very, very recent lately, not way back when, but very, very recently. You have been walking through some things. You have had some temptations to to come and knock at your door. You have had some resistance in the things that you were trying to do. You have experienced, hallelujah, lack in the midst of your struggle. You have experienced loneliness in the midst of your struggle, even though you may be married, even though you may, hallelujah, have, cohabitate with a house full of people, and you may, hallelujah, have a, a, a wonderful group of coworkers on your job, but yet and still, 
feeling all alone. You're feeling that that spirit of isolation, and you're wondering where it's coming from. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight if it's coming from the Lord. It is not the enemy coming to afflict you. This is God preparing you for where he's taking you. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, I ask you to go to Joshua 1. Here we go. Um, and I am <clears throat> I'm going to read it out of the complete Jewish Bible because it is dealing with the children of Israel, and I love the way they wrote it and it reads. Um, and I think there's some very, very, very significant things within this, the confines of this text that we are going to talk about tonight. Joshua 1. Well, we're going to start at the first verse. I had said we're going to start at the second, but let's start at the first verse. Um, it says, after the death of Moshe, which is the pronunciation, I may be saying it wrong, but the pronunciation for Moses, um, and it says after, uh, okay, so let me just digress for a moment here. Moshe is Moses, Yeshua, yeah, yeah, Yahashua, I'm sorry, Yahashua is Joshua, okay? Um, and I don't think I have to explain who Adonai is, okay? Um, so I just wanted to get that out there so you understand, because, again, I'm reading this out of the complete Jewish Bible. So the pronunciation of the, the names are just a little different. Anyway, starting at the first verse, it says, After the death of Moshe, the servant of Adonai, Adonai said to Yahashua, the son of Nun, Moshe's assistant, Moshe, my servant, is dead. So now get up and cross over this yarden, you and all the people to the land I'm giving to them the people of Israel. I am giving you every place you will step on with the sole of your foot. As I said to Moshe, all the land from the desert and the Lavan, the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittite, and on to the great sea in the west will be your territory. No one will be able to withstand you as long as you live. Just as I was with Moshe, so I will be with you. I will never fail you nor abandon you. Now, I want to deal with that for a moment. And then we're going to go on for another couple of verses. But there's some very, very serious nuggets that the Lord had poured into me out of the, the first couple of verses. Starting with Moshe or Moses, my servant is dead. We have to understand that, as I said before, we are going through a time of transition. We are going through a time of crossing over, so to speak, as they said, crossing over the River Jordan. In two days will be uh, Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year. And it begins the 10 days of awe, which is high holy days in the Jewish faith. It also should be high holy days in the Christian faith because when these festivals and these holidays were instituted in the word of God, he didn't put a time limit on it, and he said all of his children were to celebrate this until the end of time. So I guess there is a time limit. Until the end of time is that time limit. So we have to get to that place of understanding really what season we're in. We're about to go into a new year, to a new year in the Jewish calendar, which you have to, you have to understand and hear my heart here. We are the adopted children of Israel. We are those that were engrafted in. So this pertains to us just as it pertains to the Jewish um, ethnic 
people. We have been adopted into this family. So as we're entering into a new year, a new season, and the days of awe, I was at um, Pastor B. Dwayne Harden's church yesterday, and they were speaking of the the um, days of awe. And Pastor, Pastor Dwayne said, this is the time, those 10 days, when God steps up and he awes you. And I thought about that, and I was like, oh, my God. I mean, just it's like your heart skips a beat going, okay, God, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I, I'm like a little kid. I love surprises. I love adventure. I, I, I love different things. I do very well with change. I know a lot of people don't, but but because I like the spontaneity of it and I like the excitement of it. And so I'm thinking in my heart, like, okay, God, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And what I feel so strongly with, for me, this is for my own personal life, is that transitioning into that next dominion, until into that next place in him. Because the battle has raged and has been so, so strenuous up to this point that I just, ha, oh, Roche, I just know that I know that I know that I know what lies ahead is incredible. It is incredible. And so just to think that I'm here, I'm at that place, it it is time. And so that's why I want to get your mindset tonight. It's time. You're at that place. There's a crossing over. And what God gave me from just those words, Moses, my servant, is dead. He said, he said that Moses, my servant, is dead. That which you have relied on is no more. He's taking you to a place where everything that you knew you were comfortable with, you relied on, is now gone. It's dead. There is a time now for a mind shift to take place in your life. You got to shift from the to the new. The old was blessed. He provided for the children of Israel every day for 40 years in the wilderness. They murmured, they complained, but they never went without. He provided. But they relied on Moses to speak for them. They relied on Moses to make decisions for them. They relied on Moses more than they relied on God. They just figured Moses had that direct connect, so they relied on him. And God is saying that's the old. Now, there's some precious promises that were made to Moses about the children. Those promises are carrying over into the new. But you're going to leave that relying upon that person, whoever it was in your life, that you just felt like, oh, I can rely on this person to get me through. I can rely on this person to take care of this. I can rely on the world system to uphold me. God is saying no more. That mentality, that which you relied on, that's in the past. No more. No more. It is time to go in and to possess your land. You don't possess your land relying on somebody else. you got to possess your, your land strategically by relying only on God, only on God. Let's talk about that for a moment. The, the, it's time to, to get your land. It, it's time to do that mind shift. It's time for your promotion. It, God has been dealing with me so strongly these past few weeks, you know, about that, uh, just getting to that place, that place of shifting, that place of knowing. All the word and the messages that I've been hearing, they make me laugh inside because it's like it's all tied in. They're like so neatly and fitly joined together. I must listen to a couple of messages a day, a day in this past season, in these past few weeks. 
It's like I can't get enough. I can't get enough word. It's like feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me, okay? Feed me. I can't get enough of it. But why? Because God is strengthening. He's strengthening. He's strengthening. You see, I entered into that place of rest where it was no more me trying to make it happen. So now he's got to build me up because, as I said before, I had reached that place of burnout. So now to rejuvenate and build me up, he says, word, I'm being revived. I'm being renewed in the, in the word of God. I'm renewing my mind in the word of God so that I'm fresh and I'm prepared for that place that he is renewing me to. And I'm encouraging you to do the same. This is that hour. This is that season to be built up in him, to understand his flow in your life. It is his time in you. This is the set time in you for you to get to that place where he's trying to take you. Now, Let's talk about the old just for a moment, and, and we're going to move on, but there's some things that he gave me so many nuggets dealing with this, and I know I'm not going to be able to get them all in, but I'm, like, so excited inside because I want to give you as much as I can with the time that is allotted to me. We're going to talk about possessing your land for a moment. What is your land? What is your land? What they told Joshua, Joshua had crossed over, and, and God told him that he, he was going to give them the land that he had swore. He swore to their fathers. He swore to Moses that they would possess the land. What does that land represent in your life? Well, the land is your territory. The land represents your territory. What is your territory? Your territory is everything that God has promised you. I looked up territory, and and the definition for territory was that it was an area of land under the jurisdiction of a ruler or state. That's the territory. It's under the jurisdiction of a ruler or state. The jurisdiction that your territory is under is the promises of God. Promises of God. But there are giants in the land, and they need to be defeated. And it's not the Hittites and the Canaanites and the Prejudites. It's not all the ites. That's not what's in the land in this season. It's the self that's the giant in the land in this season. Your self-motivation, your self-help, your selfies, yourself, 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 your flesh, your flesh, your flesh, your mindset, your gravitating to what you think you want, what you feel you have to need. That's your giant in the land, in this hour. It's your mind. It's your mind. Why did I say I was so excited about just just gleaning the word of God lately? Because there had to be a renewing of my mind. See, the mind had gotten weary and it had kind of digressed and slipped into a place where, you know, it was like, okay, whatever, whatever. Things didn't move me. Things didn't excite me. Didn't matter. It is what it is. But I had to be removed. When I say things, it, it was even getting to the things of God. The burnout was a physical burnout from too many hours on my job, but it was affecting the spiritual me and the things of God tired to get up to go do what I needed to do in him, to seek that place in him, to get into that secret place. So my question now is, are you prepared, are you prepared to defeat yourself to possess the land? Because this is that power. 
You've been built up. You've been strengthened up. You see the devil coming a mile away, and you ain't having it. That's great. I'm so glad to hear that. But what have you built up as strategy to defeat you? Oh, mindset. To defeat that lukewarmness where you're not moved by the things that move God. It's all good. We're all God's children. It's all good. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not all good. And we're not all God's children. We're all God's creation. But there has been a chosen generation, a chosen few that he has handpicked and chosen to be a part of his family. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever take it for granted because you uttered some words called a sinner's prayer that all is good. No, 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 no. And that it was your choice. Yes, you made a choice, but what got you to that place to make that choice? It was the drawing of the Holy Spirit. God recognizes himself, and that's what he deals with. So he continues to draw you because he can see him in you. Renew your mind for where you're going. That's the giant of your land in this season. But you haven't been in the place where you've been for naught. There's been a purpose and a reason why you've been there. And as you're coming out of there, God has a, a, a call to you. I, I love, again, we're, we're in the, comp, the complete Jewish Bible. Now, we know the King James Bible repeatedly, I believe it was four times, that God repeated to Joshua to be strong and of a good courage. Be strong and of a good courage. Be ye strong and have a good courage. Have I not commanded you to be strong and have a good courage? God repeated himself over and over and over and over and over again to Joshua because it was important that he strengthened himself because he was leading others. And let me show you what it says in the complete Jewish Bible. It says, be strong, be bold. It doesn't say be courageous. Be strong, be bold. I'm, I'm starting in the sixth verse now, Joshua 1. Be strong, be bold. For you will cause this people to inherit the land I swore, fathers, I would give them. Only be strong and very bold in taking care to follow all the Torah which Mushi, my servant, ordered you to follow. Do not turn from it neither to the right nor to the left. Then you will succeed wherever you go. Yes. Keep this book of the Torah on your lips and meditate on it day and night so that you will take care to act accordingly to everything written in it. Then your understanding will prosper and you will succeed. Haven't I ordered you be strong, be bold? So don't be afraid nor disheartened because Adonai, your God, is with you wherever you go. You see, there needed to be that renewing of the mind. He's telling them, don't, don't let this word depart. You need to follow it. You need to follow it. Why? Because your strategies are found in it. Your strategies, even to defeat your mindset, are found in the word of God. So you see that you, you, you need to hear that word on a constant you need to be filled up. You need to be in it. You've got to identify with it so that you can defeat the giant of your mind. Ah, God is a good, good God. God is a good, good God. He said to meditate on it day and night so you will take care and act accordingly to all that is written. It is so important. It is so important. 
because you're not only doing this for you. God has called you to a place of leadership, leadership in your home, leadership on your job, leadership in the the house of the Lord, leadership wherever, leadership in the grocery store, leadership in the beauty shop, wherever, leadership in the barbershop, wherever you go, wherever your feet should tread, that should be territory that you have the ability to command. That jurisdiction, that jurisdiction that you have the ability as, excuse me, an ambassador of God to command. It's important. It's important. Now, why have you been in that place? that you've been in? Why have you had to experience the things that you've had to experience? Why have you had to walk out what you had to walk out? Because you were being taught, you were being trained on how to possess your land. Remember that the children of Israel, when they first when they first went to the land of Canaan and they sent over the spies, do you remember that? And And 10 of them came back with a bad report. Two of them, Joshua and Caleb, came back with a good report. There was something that God showed me that was vital, that was vital, okay, that was vital to what Joshua and Caleb said. And the other ten didn't even, didn't catch it, and apparently the children of Israel didn't catch it. But I'm hoping that you will catch it tonight. I'm hoping that you will catch it tonight. I'm going right now to chapter 14 of Numbers, and I want to read to you the 8th and the ninth verse. It says, if the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us unto this land and give it us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land. For they are bread for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us, them not. When I read that earlier today, I'm telling you, when it said their defense is departed from them, in other words, they can't defend themselves against the power of God, I was like, oh, my God. And they didn't even get it. They didn't even get it. All they were seeing was how big the giants were in the land, and they were perceiving themselves as grasshoppers, and they didn't even see the fact that their defense was gone. The giants had no way of defending themselves against the power of God. Wow. That was powerful to me. So that says to me that in this hour, see, they had to wander, all the ones the naysayers had to die off and what have you. And so now we're in this new generation who's crossing over with Joshua. All the old and the past have died out, including Moses. They're gone. And now the new generation crossing over with a new mindset. And that's what he's saying to us tonight. We're that new generation. We have to cross over with a new mindset. But our battle, our battle is the battle of the mind. So we need to renew that mind on daily. We've got to get to that place every single day of our lives that we recognize and understand our enemy is defenseless against the power of God. Our enemy is defenseless against the power of God. And guess what? That includes the giant of your mind. That's why the word of God tells you to renew your mind in the word of God. Because the defense mechanism of the mind to try to take over the battle rationally is worn down by the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. See, when the mind starts to try to tell you you are but a grasshopper and they are giants, the Word of God will rise up. The Spirit of God will rise up and say, oh, no, 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 they're just bread. They're bread. They're, no, it, it, excuse me. 
It's time to cease. It's time to cease. No, no, no. You got to understand there's no defense there. They're defenseless. They can't stop you. We got to get there. We've got to get there. We've got to get there to where we will not even allow ourselves to stop us. We have talked and talked and talked and talked about spiritual warfare. And we have learned how to war against the enemy. We've learned how to praise our way out of situations. We've learned how to decree the word of God against the situation. We have learned all the strategies we needed to learn because we were in that place. We were in that place in God to learn the rules of engagement. You've had to walk out that dry place. You've had to walk out that that you've walked out so that you can learn the rules of engagement. Now, what are the rules of engagement? I I looked this up as well. This was very interesting to me, too. It says rules of engagement are rules or directives to military forces, including individuals, that define the circumstances, conditions, degree, and manner in which force or action, which might be construed provocative, may be applied. Wow. It's the directive. Find the circumstances, the conditions, the degree, and manner in which force or action may be applied. See, so you had to walk through it. You had to learn your spiritual warfare. You needed to learn how to defeat the devil. You needed to learn how to use the word of God, sharper than any two-edged sword. And you've done that. And that's great. That's phenomenal. But what you haven't tackled to get this battle in place and in perspective is your mind. Is your mindset. It's what you have told yourself. It's what you allow yourself to entertain in your mind. So now is the time. Now is the time to be strong and to be Bold, okay? I like that. I love that boldness, that in-your-face kind of thing. To be strong and to be bold enough to tell your mind your God is more powerful. Even the thoughts of your mind and even those thoughts have to come under subjection unto him. It's a new day. It's a new hour, and it is time to rise up, take your rightful place in God, in your territory, in your promised land, and be who he has decreed you to be. I pray this has been a blessing to you on today. I pray, hallelujah, that you will embrace what God has for you. It's not about the houses, the car, and the land. It's not about all of that. It's about God. Hallelujah. My life needs to have meaning and purpose, and it can only have meaning and purpose in you. It can only have meaning and purpose. It is fulfilling the mandate that you have placed on it. All that other stuff, that's perks. But true prosperity, the true blessing, the true covenant is all about submission and surrendering to God to allow him to work in you and through you so that you can properly affect the lives of those around you. This is the season you're going into. This is the new mantle that you're embracing. You need to be an effective leader. You need to be an effective person no matter where you are in life that you can affect change you can affect change 
for the good. God bless you. Enjoy your week. I pray that you will get out, find somebody that's celebrating Rosh Hashanah, go be a blessing, find a Messianic temple. Or even there there are a lot of Christian churches that are open that are celebrating Rosh Hashanah, but get someplace of the new year. Celebrate this new phase and time in your life that God is carrying you to. It's important and it's vital to the shift of God in your life. God bless you. I love you with the love of Christ. Have a phenomenal night. Bye-bye.